Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Country Heat Weekly ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. It's cool to like see the older generations want to help us and just be like open arms, arms wide open. Right. Mm-hmm. Did we learn nothing? From Creed. Did we learn nothing? <laughs> Scott Stapp, where Scott are Stapp. you when we need you? Did we learn nothing? Well, hello, friends. It's Kelly and Amber, and we are back at the Country Heat House here in Nashville for a more normal episode of Country Heat Weekly. We are the destination for country music fans, and we're so glad you found us. So last week's episode was a little bit of a whirlwind. We were on location in a backstage nook late night after Mm -hmm. the ACM Awards, trying to get you guys all of the scoop. We still had on our dresses. Yes. We may or may not have been barefoot when we recorded that. (laughs) I won't confirm nor deny. But since then, we've taken off our heels. We've had a really good shower and some sleep. So we're feeling better about life. We are back in action. And our team has sorted through more of the scoop we brought back from Texas. So today's show is going to be jam-packed with all of our exclusive chats with the stars. That's what we do. And mm-hmm. we love it. Yeah. We're so lucky. <laughs> if you're new around here, welcome. We're so glad that you're here. This is season three of Country Heat Weekly, which means we have a huge archive of conversations with some of the biggest stars in country music, including Luke Combs, Lainey Wilson, Garth Brooks, and Old Dominion, Carrie Underwood, Hardy, Luke Bryan, Kelsey Ballerini. I mean, the list goes on and on. So after you're done listening here, there's plenty to check out until we drop the next episode. That's exactly right. Well, our center stage guest this week is Amazon Music Breakthrough Artist, Bailey Zimmerman. We love him. Yes, we do. We are just proud mother hens standing over top of Bailey Zimmerman. <laughs> I feel like he's our baby. <laughs> we did. I'm like, sorry, Bailey, this is what you get. Yes. And we, we always say we're going to mom him. We mom him. We do. We just do. He was on the podcast last season. He was very green, like just starting out. We had to have been one of his very first interviews probably ever. He was fresh off of his first hit. He was still figuring things out. Yeah, it's so much fun to see how he's learned, how he's developed since then. It's so much fun because he is so much fun. He is just walking joy. He is. And he's definitely soaking it all in. He's just released his debut album called Religiously, the album. And we're going to talk to him all about it after we catch up on some headlines and happenings around the world of country music. So do we have an update on John Party's Opry induction yet? We don't have a date just yet. We did run into John last week. We got to talk to him about the big moment that it all happened. It was during our live stream at Stagecoach. He was invited to join the Grand Ole Opry. We also have some scoop on a Christmas album that he's been working on. Yep, got a Christmas record coming out. It's going to be awesome. It's uh, very upbeat and fun. Um, It's got some great new uh, originals that songwriters kind of got together and really just wrote some great Christmas songs. It stands alone in the Christmas world, let's put it that way, and it's just titled A Very John Party Christmas. And I recorded with my band and it's like really special. We had like big pre-production jam rehearsals and it's, uh, it's a really fun record. Now John told us he has to have that album done by June 1st because that's the deadline to get it pressed on vinyl and he says that has to happen. Okay, dear booking team, if you're listening to this, let's get John scheduled for a December episode of Country Heat Weekly, please. I would love that so much. Please and thank you. Okay. Oh, I just remembered what we learned on Media Row that got pushed to the very recesses of my brain until right now. What is that? 
I remember that Lainey Wilson told us about Jelly Roll. Oh, my gosh. That was some scoop. We didn't know. We didn't know. (laughs) I just had to think about it. I was like, you're right. Because the first time I ever actually met him, I was an extra in one of his music videos in like 2013. Stop. No. And I was playing one of the drunk girls passed out on the ground. Hadn't even drank a drop, but I was like... So, can we find this video? It was a song that he did with Uncle Cracker. Okay. And it's like, I'm in there very briefly, but if you pause it, you can see me on the ground (laughs) in the back. She's always been an actress, guys. This is it. That was the beginning. Is it on your IMDb page? It's going to be now. (laughs) I am still not over their performance they did together at the ACM Awards. It was amazing. Same. And if you haven't caught it yet, the show is still available to stream on Amazon Prime Video or Amazon Freebie. So go watch if you haven't. It was an amazing show. Jelly Roll was a hot topic of conversation last week. We chatted with Chase Rice about touring with him on the Back Road Baptism Tour. That's right. And Chase has been playing his entire new album out on the road. This project really has some deep, meaningful songs on it. I know we chatted with him about that. Less party, more feelings. So we asked him how he was planning to adjust that to Jelly's crowd. I'm not gonna. No, that's the coolest part about this record is I I think people love Jelly Roll because he's honest. He's real. They They get to know him when he's singing his songs. When you listen to this record, you get to know me. Um, So we're going to play the same things we've been doing. We're going to have to narrow it down. We play an hour and 40, hour 45 right now. Uh, He'll probably be an hour, maybe. Uh, So we'll have to, it'll be a hard time having to figure out how to adjust it, but it's going to be easier because we're not playing as long. Not our crowd, so that's the tougher part. But in a way, it's an easy concept because they love him because he's honest and real. Why would I be anything other than that? Life is full of personal wins, whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car, or checking off your to-do list. Winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling home and auto. So give yourself a round of applause. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Another person who came by to chat with us was Kimberly Perry from the band Perry. Of course, she and her brothers had great success. I think 2010 is when they came out and now she's flying solo. I'm so excited about this. Because I don't think you understand how much I loved the band Perry. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> I mean, I probably saw them live at least three or four times. I was here for the switch to pop. Like, I was sad about it, but then I was like, that's okay, because we still get Van Perry music. Like, Live Forever was, like, my jam. I still listen to it all the time. So I am so excited 
that she is back in the mix and oh, this new song. I mean, it takes me right back. It takes me right back to 2010. Yeah, it's much like Tyler Hubbard in the fact that he struck out on his own. Now, Kimberly is getting to experience all of the first times as a new artist for the second time, really. Yeah. Like a new artist with benefits. And I think the benefits are like just to get to re-engage with family. You know, it has definitely felt like a homecoming. And um, it's been so cool to be here for ACM Week and just to see some familiar faces that I really haven't gotten to to, to hug in person in a few years. So that's been really, really sweet. Um, but it's also like all of the new artist butterflies. You know, everything is so heightened and exciting. And we've gotten so much great great early news about the song. Um, so that's just been a huge blessing for me and I'm I'm having a blast. I am very excited to see where this new chapter takes her. Me too. Yeah. Also, one last piece of news that we want to share with everybody. We were very relieved to learn that there will be a country component to The Voice after Blake Shelton leaves. And a fellow Okie at that, Reba will be taking over for Blake on The Voice starting next season. I think we kind of suspected that was going to happen. It makes sense. It does make sense. Yeah. She was actually offered the job before they gave it to Blake, and she oh, turned it down. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. When they started The Voice, she was their first pick, but she had too much going on, so she turned it down, and it went to Blake. So oh now, gosh. full circle, back to Reba. She is going to be great. I can't yes, wait to is. watch. Yeah. Okay, so I think we're all caught up on the news. Stay with us, everybody. We're going to take a quick break, and then we will be back with our center stage guest, Bailey Zimmerman. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And... Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Do you ever feel like you're settling? For your foundation, that is. Maybelline's new Instant Age Rewind Eraser Foundation doesn't settle into fine lines and wrinkles. With SPF 20 and moisturizing pro-vitamin B5, this foundation not only provides medium coverage and a natural finish, but also protects and nourishes your skin. And the best part? The blurring sponge tip applicator makes application a breeze. Say goodbye to cakey, uneven foundation and hello to a flawless, radiant complexion. Try our new foundation today and see the difference for yourself at amazon.com slash instant eraser foundation. He's back, everybody, a proud graduate of the Amazon Music Artist to Watch class of 2022, Bailey Zimmerman. Welcome back to Country Heat Weekly. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah. It's good to see you You again. graduated. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. You know, I've been looking forward to that for a long time, and now that it's happened, <laughs> I'm very thankful to be here. Good. It's good to see everybody. You were here last August when your debut single, Fall in Love, was fresh, and it was just climbing up the chart, and here we are, nine months later. That song has topped the chart. I know. Now. Let's go. <laughs> and so has the follow-up, Rockin' a Hard Place. Holy cow, that wasn't that long ago. Like That's only been like eight months. When you were here, we talked about how you kind of 
I don't want to say accidentally fell into the music business, but kind of accidentally yeah. fell in the music business because you, you were working on like lifting trucks and doing stuff. And how has life changed? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I don't even live the same life anymore. It's like, I went from like county lines and small town and working like really, really hard for like 28 hours a day to um, like getting to do what I love every day and getting to write songs and play stadiums and do massive things that I never thought. I didn't even have the idea of doing it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It wasn't like a dream. Like it's just all of a sudden now we're like doing these crazy things and I'm just like, hey man, blessed to be here. I'm happy. I'm honored. Hey, I'm ready. I'm happy to be here. I am. I'm, I'm very grateful to be here. It's crazy. Okay. So here's a question. What did you think it was going to be like? I had no idea what I was doing. Still have no idea what's going on. I just kind of like have figured out how to make it look like I do, but I have no idea what's going on. Just like day one. I just kind of... By the seat of my pants, by the seat of my pants. I'm just in the bus when they tell me to go, you know? Is there one specific thing, because I was going to ask the exact same question. Is there one specific thing that I think that you still are kind of like, this is surreal? Like, one thing you can point to? Um, Playing catch with the boys on the tour. Like, playing catch with Morg and Ern and Hardy. Like, holy cow, that's... And it's like the littlest thing. We're just playing catch, but dang, it's so cool because I used to think about, I used, I mean, I played baseball for 13, 14 years. So playing catch outside of stadiums I watched on TV with the fellas that I grew up listening to is like surreal still. I'm still just like, dude, holy crap. Like, this is really cool. (laughs) Well, I know you said that, you know, you're still figuring it all out, but what are some of the things that you've learned about yourself through this process? Um... I don't like change. I've learned that. I don't like random change. And I'm I'm trying to get better at that. I'm right. trying to, but I've learned that I don't, I, I get really um, like freaked out when like a big thing that was supposed to happen then doesn't happen and it changes and stuff. So I'm really working on that this year. That's yeah. kind of a big thing for me. I learned that I can write songs this last couple of years. Like I, I used, when I first started writing and I would go into the rooms and I would be like really discouraged because I didn't think I was good enough to be in the rooms and in Nashville and it just didn't feel like I deserved it, you know? And then after how hard we've worked the last two years and writing and writing and getting to write with like really big writers that have just taught me like so many things, now I feel really confident as a writer. So I really think I've learned like, man, I've learned how to write some songs and learned how to play guitar, do that stuff. I learned... All kinds of stuff. But I've learned to be happier as well as a person the last couple of years. Like, not looking on the doubts of everything. Always looking the positive. If something's going wrong, just be like, okay, but what's positive about this? Like, at least I don't have to do this, or at least I da-da-da, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. usually it's like, at least I'm not working my freaking butt off in the middle of the sun, and it's like, awfully hot, and, yeah. you know? So, I'm very grateful to be where I'm at, but I've learned gratitude, and I've learned that I don't like big changes, but that's I'm getting good. better at it. That's good. Yeah, look at that. It's all perspective, It's too, all perspective. Right? It's like, that's just going to continue to be a part of your growth. That mm-hmm. as you experience all these new things, like, these things are going to come in and you're going to pave your own way. But, like, out on the road, what's it like to hear a stadium sing back to you? To sing your words back to you? These songs that you've poured your heart into. It's like when I'm driving my car really fast and my, my left leg starts twitching like it'll start like shaking real bad because I'm so amped up and like my heart starts racing so fast every single night. It's my hands are like, you'll see me on the mic. I'll just like be shaking and stuff because I'm so happy that I'm there and the people are screaming my songs and I'm running around on this stage. And it's like, 
the biggest adrenaline rush ever to go out there and do it. It's like the, my favorite part is the heart rate. It gets like so fast. It's so much fun. Do you remember the first show when you could start the song and then the crowd took it over and you literally could have just not sung the rest of the song? Like they were going to finish it for you. This is not on any, like, I'm not trying to be cocky or, you know, No, boastful, we want to know. We honestly, wanna... like, every show since I started playing shows, like, since Fall in Love came out, every venue was just like, I could sing the first words, not even sing the first words, and they would just sing the song. Same in Australia. Australia was crazy. Really? I had no expectations going into that. Yeah. and. Didn't think there'd be anybody there, you know? And when I walked out and there was 24,000 people out there screaming, they knew every single word to every song I played. And I played a almost hour set. And wow. they knew all my songs. That doesn't surprise me, but I am I love that that was your experience. That's awesome. You know what this tells us? We need to go to Australia. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Australia is exactly what Let's we need go. to do. Amazing. Okay, so a little closer to home, you were touring in an RV. How did that work out? Are you still touring in the RV? We actually got a bus. Dang, we we okay. got a bus. Um, man, I just got my first custom bus that I I designed with the company, and it was just like it's like really sick, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just got that one, but beforehand we had had like just like rental buses probably for the last couple of months. But we the RV was a thing. Yeah, like I remember. We had, <laughs> we had Marley in the RV and five or six other dudes, and we were just traveling the country in this freaking Ford van RV thing <laughs> and we there's like a bunk up above the driver and passenger mm -hmm. we just put all our gear in there okay so it was like drooping down because of how much <laughs> gear was up there just thousands of pounds of stuff and we had to load the drum the head like the big drum the kick drum out through the front door because it wouldn't fit in anywhere else so it was like <laughs> Just a bunch of hooligans traveling the United States, playing shows every night. And yeah. then it was the funnest thing. And we had Marley in there. It was just a blast in the RV. <laughs> we talk about it all the time. Like, man, you know, that that was a little rough. And, and you know, some nights and days sucked. But I'd do it again. That was a blast yeah. going around playing golf in Louisiana in an RV. And just like Limited randomness up. is <laughs> cool. Yeah. <laughs> Randomness is cool. <laughs> like so don't wish your RV days away. Don't wish the spinner van and the RV days away because one day you won't have it. And then yeah. it's like you get to the top and then you're like, well. God, I miss the RV. But now, man. Marley RV is your dog, fun. right? Yeah, Marley May. Okay. Is oh. Marley in the bus? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. She's okay. on anything not commercial flights. I fly her with me. But if not, she stays at home. But on the bus everywhere. Sweet, Marley. Okay, let's talk about this new album. Cool. The new album is called Religiously. First off, 16 songs is a lot. So do you like the studio side of the job? Yeah, it's um, where I started. I started in there with Austin, so it's just kind of like going over to his house. We'll get lunch, and then we'll come back and just cut songs and make songs and whatever. Like, we were cutting the album, and we were writing songs. We would find something. We'd be like, oh, wait, okay, let's start writing that real quick, and then we'll come back, you know? So studio is my favorite part of almost all of this, other than the touring and the creativeness of it. Studio is one of my faves, for sure. Okay, so let's talk about the title track, Religiously. How far into the process of making the album were you when you had this song? Was this one of the first ones? So, yeah. Oh, was it? Okay. Very first song. That really? Very first song I ever got. I'd, I'd only written one song. I had one song when I got religiously. My manager chief sent me this song and said, hey, listen to this song. And I was like, all right. And when I turned it on, 
it was um like trap beat like it was like trap and rap it wasn't a country song so then i said well i can't sing that i mean that's like can i change the music and they were at first they said no we don't want to change the music and i was like okay well i can't that's not me i can't do that and they and then they came back and they were like hey they they said you can change music whatever you want to do with the song and if if you end up cutting it they'll like give you writers and stuff And i'm like oh my gosh okay so we went in next day i I wasn't even living in nashville i just started singing like two weeks three weeks maybe a month somewhere in there and I went and cut it the next day, and ev- since we since I got the demo back, everybody in my camp has been like, man, this song is so special. This is special. And then three days after I got the demo, I called Chief, and I was like, hey, the album has got to be called Religiously the Album. And he was like, what makes you say that? And I'm like, dude, have you heard the song, man? Like, I think this song is a really good song, and I don't want to release it right now. I want to wait until my debut album and call it Religiously the Album, and this will be the title track. And he was like, all right, whatever you want to do. I'm like, okay, so we saved it for the last three years. Wow. And then put that is because I've always wanted that ever since I like got the song back. I'm like, man, I think this could really help a bunch of people. And if it's a title track, like they'll really want to listen to it and hopefully it'll help a lot of people, you know, so. I that's love that that's great. been in your back pocket. This and we whole never time. knew. Yeah. That's great. Okay, so because you were so new to all of this when you blew up on TikTok, I guess you could say you'd probably been trying to figure out who you are and who you want to be as an artist, like through this entire process. So what would you say you figured out so far? Figured out to be me and and not let nobody tell me what to do. Like, don't let anybody tell me what kind of jeans to wear, what shoes or boots or hats or shirts. Just be yourself and people will love you for you because once you're like 100% free to be you, that comes across and people will understand that but if you're not really being you and you're trying to be something you're not people are going to see right through that so the last couple years I just like really wear what I want to do and 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 drive what I want to drive and if I don't want to drive a lifted truck I go drive my car you know it's it's not I'm not trying to be country anymore I'm just trying to be Bailey I'm just trying to be me and it's it's been great I love love it (laughs) let's talk about the car okay what did you get Uh, I bought a brand new Corvette Dude, I love Corvette. That's my favorite car ever. But there's something about that that to me is like the American dream. Like every, and you grew up in Illinois. I grew up in Indiana. Like that's it. That's a Midwestern like dream car is the Corvette. You'll never get it. Like it's. Right. That That's hard to get. That's a big car. That's a big yeah. car, right? And I would put it up there to Lamborghini. No, when right. you saw somebody driving a Corvette, you were like, they got money. Yeah, they got to have some money. <laughs> so the moment they handed you those keys, how did that feel? Like I had just spent a bunch of money and <laughs> it was cool. It was like really cool because the story is really cool too. I took my mom. So I told Chief, hey, man. We got Fallen Love back from the from the studio, okay. and it hadn't been released yet. And I was like, "Dude, Chief, this song." And he's like, "I know, man. We love this song. We really think it's we really think it's gonna help." Da da da. And I'm like, "Listen, man. I think this is a number one. I think this is a number one on country radio. And if if it goes to radio or not, but if it does and it goes number one, I'm buying a brand new Corvette, and it's gonna be white with all red interior. It's gonna be brand new, and I'm gonna buy it because." I'd always wanted a Corvette yeah. and I, I never thought I'd ever be able to buy any type of car. I thought I'd have to have an SUV or whatever to be a dad or I thought I was going to be a dad, you know? Yeah. So when fall in love with number one, I immediately went on Google, found the only one left in the country, like the one I wanted 
and flew me and my mom to pretty sure it was North Carolina. And um, I think it was Clinton, North Carolina, to be exact. And um, we drove my Corvette brand new all the way back to Nashville, me and my mom. Oh. Yeah. So there's a, there's a big, big meaning behind the Corvette. Yeah. And another big story, just me and my mom traveling across the country to go get cars. And it's it was something I'll never forget. Is is it, it was cool. You got to write that song. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. I, we, we were talking about this today. Do you even know what all the things do yet? Still no idea. Right, right, no right. idea. The guy was like, "Hey, man, read that booklet and and really understand this car." And I read that read that booklet as he pulls <laughs> as he pulls off the lot. The booklet goes flying out the window. <laughs> He's like, "Bye!" Yeah. He peels yeah. out. Oh, that's, so that's funny. So great. Yeah. I'm so happy for you. Thanks. That's yeah, huge. no, it's uh, it's cool. You may recall we always like to play a game called Burning Questions with our guests. So these are rapid fire, so you can't think too. Right. Yeah. I'm in. I love that. That's my favorite. Okay. okay. Favorite person to follow on TikTok? Probably Dane the Great. Okay. He's okay. Southern Dad. His name is Southern Dad, but it's called Dane the Great. And he does this like Southern Dad impression. It's oh hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> okay. Coolest venue you've played so far? Milwaukee Brewers Stadium. Who is your dream duet partner? Post Malone or Justin Bieber. I'm in for that. Rock tour you would want to open for? Tesla. Easy. Strangest thing you've autographed so far? A prosthetic leg. <laughs> the way you the said that. So took his leg off and said, will you sign my leg with a shoe and everything on? And I was like, sure. Yeah, I'm in. This is honestly the coolest <laughs> signature I've ever had in my life. Okay, so last month you were named an Amazon Music Breakthrough Artist. We will be watching you all year. We're going to be checking back in with you. We get to hang out with you a few more times. I love it. We're so excited. Oh, I'm, I'm psyched. I can't. It's the coolest thing to come back and do these things. Yeah. And we've met each other. And now it's like, it feels like I did that like three weeks ago. Now we're old friends. Yeah, this is great. We love it. Wow. Always good to see you, wow. Bailey. Wow. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much. So we recorded that interview before leaving for the ACM Awards. Mm-hmm. And since then, Bailey's gotten word that he has some unexpected time off. Yeah, because Morgan Wallen has to be on vocal rest for six weeks, all of his opening acts like Bailey, Ernest, and Hardy, they all now have a bunch of time on their hands they weren't expecting to have. So when we caught up with Bailey out in Texas, we asked him what he was going to do to make the most of his downtime. First thing is I'm going to take my mom on vacation because it's been a rough couple years for her and stuff. And, you know, like my grandpa died and everything and she hasn't really got to get out. So I think I'm going to take her on like a really nice vacation and get her out. Is that not the sweetest thing? (laughs) I'm so (laughs) happy that they get to spend time together. I don't know where they're going, but they're going to have a great vacation. He loves his mama. Yes, he does. He really does. Okay, so next week we are off for Memorial Day weekend. And we'll be dropping an encore of our Luke Bryan episode from last year's CMA Fest. Because CMA Fest is right around the corner, everybody. And just like last year, this year we're going to be doing live tapings of Country Heat Weekly with all of you. We are so excited about that. CMA Fest will be here in Nashville June 9th through the 12th. And we will give you all the scoop on how you can be a part of the tapings next week. Then on June the 1st, we're going to be kicking off Pride Month with Brandy Clark as our center stage spotlight guest. Now, Brandy, along with my boss, Shane McAnally, are really having a moment right now as the co-creators of the Tony-nominated musical, Shucked. That won't ever get old. Tony-nominated musical. <laughs> Love it. (laughs) Ever. I love it. But she's also an incredible artist in her own right. And we're going to be celebrating the release of her new self-titled album. 
It is always interesting to me when an artist releases a self-titled album, but it's not their first project. <laughs> this is Brandy's fourth studio album, but first time that it's been self-titled. So we're going to talk to her about that. It was also produced by country music's other Brandy, Brandy Carlisle. So two Brandies for the price of one. And you know it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. So good. We don't want you to miss any of the stuff that we have lined up for you. So make sure you're following Country Heat Weekly on Amazon Music, on Wondery, or anywhere that you get your podcasts. And you can also ask Alexa, play the latest episode of Country Heat Weekly, and she'll do it for you. We'll talk to you guys very soon. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Country Heat Weekly ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at listenerstudy.com. I feel like I was blindsided. Because it's a competition show. From the producers of Jury Duty and The Bachelor. We have scoured the earth for the 14 greatest reality contestants that were available during our production window comes a reality competition show about reality competition shows. Nobody has dared to find out who is the actual best at just being on a reality show. I'm your host, comedian Daniel Tosh. It's winner go home. Each episode, our contestants will face new challenges that will test their strength and lack of life skills for a chance to win $200 million. Thousands, not millions. $200,000. Because it's about to be ugly crying. Lots of fighting. Tasha, I have to defend myself. Celebrating 25 years of reality TV with your favorites. I have diarrhea. You cannot do this to me. What in gay hell have I got myself into? The GOAT. Stream free on Amazon Freeview or Prime Video.